Hey, I'm Brian. And I'm Murdoch. Story Guys, that's who we are. And uh, you're like, what am I listening to right now? Story Guys, it's a fake game show podcast where where we tell each other true stories and you listen in. Uh, we have a chosen topic each episode. And then at the end of the episode, we uh, hit each other until the other person admits that my story was better. No, that's actually not what no, happens. No, but we're going to... So the winner gets an imaginary amount of points that's more than the other person's points who is zero and then there is a, a tiara, a story, a story tiara that one of us has to wear for seven days <laughs> until we do this again. Now, it, it, that's it. That's the whole podcast. Now, we might make it a little more complicated at some point. We'll add in proxy players and bonus rounds and that kind of stuff. But Did we're going to... Proxy Blairs? Proxy Players. Oh, I thought you said Proxy Blairs. <laughs> proxy Blair Witch Project. I only know one Blair, so I couldn't do that but once. You could, I, I think I only know one Blair, too. Yeah, I do. It might be the same Blair. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as you get used to the show, like I said, we'll have Proxy Players, not Proxy Blairs. Uh, we'll make it a little more complicated, that kind of thing. But for now, simple and sweet... Let's start an episode of Story Guys. <laughs> okay, so I think we first have to establish who are we and why are we allowed to talk about stories. Right, right, right. So Brian and I uh, became friends accidentally. Yeah, like uh, ten years ago, uh, ten, we worked together in radio. Yeah, yeah, and we we accidentally started off a very fun podcast because uh, some guys wanted at the improv wanted to have some advertising on the radio and some people didn't want to have them on the radio and you said hey why don't we do uh, have them on a podcast and it worked I lied in the business meeting I leaned in <laughs> and made up a story about you well I mean we had a podcast but at that point it was me and you talking about a childish Gambino right and and uh, our friend who makes really amazing whiskey Oh, yeah, 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 so that happened, and then I went to a business meeting and said we could have this podcast with comedians, and by episode three, we had Aries Spears from Mad TV, yeah, and then we had Pauly Shore. No, we had Pauly Shore in the room, and his opening act did Pauly Shore pretending to be Pauly Shore. Pauly Shore actually wasn't on our podcast, he was just in the room. It was strange. But took pictures of we So we had a podcast called Ice Cream Headache, and so we did that, and we've stayed friends the entire time, and... Uh, that ended sad face. Yeah. And we've wanted to do this uh, again. And we just have so much fun when we're together and people, I don't know, maybe think we're hilarious. Of course they do. So now we have, right. uh, we have incredibly important marketing jobs and uh, mine is really, I spend a lot of time talking about storytelling. Uh, Mark tells a lot of stories uh, on, uh, on social media and how to use social media and that kind of thing. So we thought, what if we got together and we started a podcast where we had a storytelling game show and that's what you're listening to. You're welcome and uh so this is how it works we have a chosen t- uh, topic that we uh pull out of the hat over here right. and we have some of uh, uh episode appropriate uh, t- topics today today's is uh who are you who 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 oh, that's uh, good uh, sorry are we gonna have to pay royalties to the who for me doing that i'm gonna go i'm gonna ahead. let's take that out let well maybe we should <laughs> and can i go ahead and say a very unpopular thing don't really like the who that much oh oh well so okay so this is the kind of conversations we have on ice cream headache the podcast we're yeah. not gonna do that right now but that maybe we'll start another podcast where we talk about Music. you not liking the who right um okay so we're gonna take turns and we each have something it just has to somehow Involve the concept of who are you? Yeah. And we're going to flip a coin to see who goes first. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's flipping, me or you? Uh, me. Okay. okay. Flip it. That was the heaviest coin of all time. <laughs> uh, look, it's... Uh, Tails. It, it's Tails. You get to go first. I get to go first. Right. All right. So here's my story. 
title this under who are you <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> yeah. do we have to pay royalties to wayne's world if i do that no um okay so so this is a story that, that takes me back to college i was a well-behaved lad um and i i, I went to the university of arkansas sec uh, yes, we were. And uh, we had, um, I was in the journalism program at the Walter J. Lemke Journalism Department. And uh, it's an awesome name. Don't laugh at that. And we, the way it worked is you kind of came in as freshmen and you got like a core group of people that were in, in a lot of your classes through most of your career, which was kind of cool. So there was a whole group and one of the guys in our group, um, and there was a guy named Nate who was in our group. And there was also a guy named Chris who was in our group, right? And so we had a couple of classes together freshman year and a couple of classes sophomore year. And it started to happen in like sophomore year where Nate would come into the class and Chris and I would be sitting together and he would call me Chris to talk to me, right? Was this to mess with the teacher? No, 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 no. Like he didn't know. <laughs> oh, you guys. Like he thought I was Chris. He got us confused. Oh, that's it. So, so he would call me Chris. Did you guys look the same? Not at all. Okay. No. I was going to say, you've got a unique look. A distinct look. A dis- how, did, how did you put it earlier that I, I look you, like Bert, Bert you look like Ernie? Ernie? Yeah. You put, on, you put on the headphones and you're like, I've got an oval face. And you're like, no, man. You are Bert and I'm Ernie. <laughs> And so if you, if you need a visual, now you have one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and our wives don't know that we're really Bert and Ernie. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, I uh, am in these classes. And at a certain point, I notice that it happens, that he starts to call me Chris. But it's awkward. And, you know, we're not around each other that much. We're not friends outside of class. We're just in class. So, so every one class, every it's a couple of like every semester we'd have a class or two together. OK, but, it, you know, we weren't super close. We would just see each other in the class and he'd, hey, hey, man, what's up? Hey, man. And every once in a while, he'd use my name, which would be Chris. <laughs> and I just let it happen because I thought, how long am I really going to know this guy? And for how, you know, it's it, it's it, it's going to be awkward to power through this and say, no, dude, my name's Brian. Ha 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 whatever so i just kept letting it happen so that probably started like sophomore year and then we had classes together junior year and then we had classes together senior year fast forward how, how long so this was like years like i'm gonna say at least i was out of so we're fast forwarding and i'm out of college and i'm walking through the airport to go home one christmas so you let this go on past college. Well, I didn't think I'd ever see the guy again until we get to this moment <laughs> where I am in an airport in college or, or at, I'm not in college. I'm in an airport uh, around Christmas going home and we're, we're going through security. <laughs> we're about to get up to the TSA and I hear someone yelling far behind me. Chris. Chris! Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris! 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 I'm like, I wish Chris would turn around and answer whoever is looking for him because they (laughs) desperately need him, apparently. Chris! Hey, Chris! I'm like, dude, what is up with this guy? And finally, like, I put my stuff down for the security line, you know, whatever, and I turn around and I'm like, oh, no. It's Nate. And Nate thinks I'm Chris. And he's coming straight at me yelling, Chris! Hey, 
Hey, Chris! It, it is really nice that you know his name. You took the time to figure out no, half the no, deal. No, I made up Nate. I have no idea what his name is for the purposes of telling this story. Okay, so it's I, Nate. Ma- I made up Nate. Okay. Um, so, and I only know the other guy in that class. His name was Chris, Chris. because I'm not Chris. <laughs> so there was someone else in that class named Chris. You should, like, the I'm not Lisa, you should redo that whole idea of that record and you're not Chris. I'm not Chris. Yeah. Um, and, and so then uh, he came up and said, hey, do you want to be, I now work for the local CBS affiliate and I'm doing a story on traveling for the holidays. Can I put you on camera? <laughs> Chris? <laughs> oh my God. I think I said no. <laughs> That's my story. Who are you? I'll tell you who I'm not. I'm not Chris. <laughs> So I, that, I, that story t- says a lot about me. I really don't like awkward situations. I'm getting better, oh but through God. most of my life, I've not been a guy who wants to jump into super awkward situations. I've gotten way better about it, but. Wow. So, okay. so now so, your turn. So now I, so this is, so this is my turn. Okay. All right. So when I was a little boy, my best friend's name was Chris. No, I'm sorry. Still, still not true. It was not. It was not. It was Sybil. I mean Eve. Wait. Okay. I'm starting all over. Okay. So, when I was a, a kid, it's something that you and I probably had in common. When I was a kid, I uh, I listened to the radio. Yeah. And I had headphones on that looked just as ridiculous as those gigantic, stupid headphones that you have on, Bert, <laughs> that I bought because I just didn't want to spend a lot of money because it's Christmas. They are enormous headphones. Yeah. So I had these big, gi- they were costs. That's what kind of headphones Oh, were. yeah. And so um, probably something that a, a therapist or psychiatrist would have a lot of fun with is I used to sit in my closet and I used to listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. So I had like a little like fort that I I'd made and yeah. I had all the posters and eventually the posters went from Duran Duran um, to Motley Crue to Motley Crue yeah. and Kiss and all that stuff and that's some crazy homoeroticism that I had going on <laughs> in a closet by myself <laughs> then I had to come out of that closet but I so I listened to the radio and it was my escape from wherever I was as a kid like sure, yeah, going, yeah. people like you know it wasn't like I had like a terrible childhood but there were, there's things that always happen in everybody you know every everybody's childhood can be you know it's up or down sure. or whatever but it was like an escape and it was this place was far away I grew up in a little bitty town um, and those radio stations were like an hour away and uh, I always thought well man I want to be a DJ you know what a crazy idea not like you ever had that idea that's right <laughs> so Brian and I wanted to be DJs and we were we were kids yeah, so, high aspirations yeah let's sit in a room and spin records so I have no idea how it happened but I was 14 and there was this guy named Bob Smart in my hometown Lewisburg yo-yo represent Tennessee um, and Bob Smart ran WAXO AM twelve twenty. That was the guy, and he—it was his thing. He owned it. He owned the building. It was his station, and. I don't know how I, why well, do it was a friend's mom got me in there, right? And uh, I got to go in one day because we had met once before, and he let me be a DJ. That was my audition, which was Saturdays. Um, you're on. You can be on from noon to four, and it's oldies, oh. and that's it. I had no playlist. 
I was told nothing except like at the top of the hour, you have to play the news and the news came in through a television. Like it wasn't like you flipped over a switch. There was a switch, but it came in through the TV. It, it was weird. Like it was not set up like it was supposed to be set up. Um, yeah. So, so, but I got to play anything I wanted to play. It just couldn't be new. So I played Leonard Skinner, the Marshall Tucker band and Duran Duran and the Pointer Sisters and Elvis. And it and, and I was scared. So like the first week or two, I didn't talk and he never said anything. And so I think it was like the third or fourth week I talked on the radio. And uh, I remember all of a sudden people were like, wow, you sound fantastic. It doesn't even sound like you. And I was, okay, well. What's that mean? <laughs> it's terrific, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. So, yeah. So anyway, but I, I used to listen. They were like guys you love when you're a kid, like radio disc jockeys or whatever. And my favorite DJ when I was a kid was David Hall. And he uh, he was went, he was from uh, somewhere in Kentucky, I think, like Bowling Green or mm-hmm. something. But anyway, he... Uh, he was in Nashville and he was David Hall Rockshaw. That was his thing, right? And he was on like the kind of, it wasn't the class, it was the rock station. And they played deep cuts. They didn't play all the hits or whatever. So I love listening to David Hall, right? Um, so he was my favorite DJ. So that's not even, that's barely high school and I'm 14. So fast forward, I go to college, college radio stuff. You know, you did this, I did this or whatever. And then I... I'm almost done with college and I, I have to take economics for the third time. Um, so <laughs> I had a couple of those classes. So, so, well, listen, I didn't fail economics twice. I made an incomplete because I withdrew from it because I just stopped going and I didn't want to take an F. So I just hit incomplete. But then the last time I had to take economics was in the summer and it was a, a Russian instructor, uh, like a TA. And uh, the first day was like, uh, do you, Two kinds of economics are macro economics, and my, that was my last class in college. <laughs> so on every Friday afternoon in college, I would drive from Knoxville all the way to Nashville, and I would get there, um, I forget, like in the afternoon or something, and I'd get there right at a little, you know, I'd, whenever I'd get, I stayed at a friend's on a friend's couch the whole summer, and I would get to work at this radio station, and I'd get there at five o'clock, and I would walk in, and there's David Hall, and David Hall would pull my music for me. He'd pull all the CDs for my first hour, and I would come in early just to hang out and talk to him, and. Uh, and and like I, I did it and I was making twelve dollars an hour, but, but then I, I work I work six I work six to midnight or I work third shift and I didn't see anybody in the daytime. I was a vampire and it was weird. And and like I did, I was bare I wasn't I was like twenty two years old and I it was like what I what I really wanted to do and I done it. So there was one weekend I went home and I don't know why I was spending some extra time at home. I was looking through old photo albums and stuff, and uh, I, I was looking through my parents' yearbooks, and uh, I found out my mom was called Bird Lady because she would flip everybody off. That's what she did. That was hilarious. <laughs> and my mom's so sweet and so lovely. But yeah, Bird Lady. Um, so then there's the there's the yearbook of my dad, and so my dad and I estranged several times in our life like very difficult for us to get along we've we're now closer than we were ever like we never really close we had adversarial relationship or whatever so my dad graduated with 12 dudes and like 12 dudes there were 12 people in the class there were women 
Okay, but more <laughs> men than women. But there was only 12 people in his graduating class. So his picture, crew cut, and it has his name. It's my, da- my dad's name, Jerry. Uh, and it says, known for his loud mufflers, because he was. And he had them when I was a kid, and the police would get called because he had loud mufflers. And it said, ambition to own the creamery. And the creamery was the building across the street from the school. And the school was K through 12. So you just, that's where everybody went. So when I was 10 years old, my dad, he had a gas station and someone asked him to, to buy in this other business. And that business was the creamery building across the street from his high school. And my dad was 40 years old and he got to do what he he wanted to own that building and he and then two years later the other guy died and my dad owned it outright it was his building and he did it so I I never thought about the fact that oh we both thought about this thing we wanted to do and we both got to do it and he and I could not be like the most different like Bert and Ernie like please he could be from like Zimbabwe and I could be a Native American like Apache person from New Mexico like I mean we couldn't be the most totally different people like in the universe but the things that we wanted to do and set out that we wanted to do we did them and 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 to think that I did that, and then I was like, well, now what do I do? Like, that's who I am. Like, my whole life now is like, well, now what do I do? It's just... <laughs> I, I it's, love that because I know you well enough to know about your dad and know about that relationship. And it's so neat that it's, mu- it's like, if someone had asked you, are you like your dad? You would have said, not at all. But no. you discover by accident this really core characteristic where you're both driven to do exactly the thing you want to do and you went out and you did it at a fa- both at a fairly young age. Yeah, it's true. Like, do I like to gamble? No. Am I racist? Not really. <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> going to... Not like my dad in any no, other way. I'm just going to say no. <laughs> Couldn't be like more different people. But in some way or another, that that happened. So, so there's my story. There you go. Be Ryan. I, wow. Okay, so now comes the part of the show where we have to decide. How do we decide? Who, who who won? And I think we went very different routes, which is kind of part of the fun of this game show. You went you went funny. Yeah. You did go funny. Right. <laughs> but you you told like a really thoughtful, heartfelt story. Yeah. And I think we need to set the precedent that people can hear heartfelt, good stories where I feel like I feel closer to you now having heard that story. You just, you know, you get to laugh at me about that other story. But so I'm going to give, I'm going to give you 4,362 points. Yeah. And and hold on. Let me get the Tierra's in the closet over there. It's actually in your closet. By by the way. From your childhood. It's Tiara. (laughs) Excuse me for mispronouncing that. It's not Tierra, Arkansas. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. There you go. That's the first episode of Story Guys. And I won. So uh, we're either just going to do this next time or I'm going to bring a proxy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a proxy Blair. I'm a proxy Blair. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Uh, Until next time, keep telling stories. Story Guys is a production of Brian Eichenberger and Mark Murdoch. Get more stories, hear more podcasts, and book the guys for your conference or house party at wearethestoryguys.com. Copyright 2019 Boy Have We Got Stories Productions. All rights reserved.